0: Oh, what a show, late December, back in 63, what a lady, what a show, what a show, indeed. Um, look at that, me serenading you right out the door, that, that's the the makings of a good show. Um, we do have a good show today, at least I think so, you'll be the, the ultimate judge, um. But we are going to be talking about um, some interesting stuff. We're going to be talking about uh, men in uniforms. The uh, the women seem to be attracted to men in uniforms. We're going to be uh, talking about some funny sayings. You know, those cheesy little funny, catchy sayings that people always have. We'll get into some of those. Um, we're going to be talking about that stupid uh, game, the rock, scissors, paper, stupid thing. Um we're gonna be talking about throwing things. Have you ever thrown anything at somebody and the outcome of that and then uh on a little bit of a more serious note, we're gonna be talking about the United States of America. We're gonna be talking about the the dis-, dis-, dis i can't even say it the disciplinary the disciplinary role there we go. I got it out. tough word. I'm not good with the tough words. The disinoplari oh God. The dissinoplary, now I can't say it. you know what I mean. It it <laughs> wow. It started off good with me singing and now it's spiraled into I'm illiterate. But it's got the word discipline and I'm getting tongue twisted on the end, but it's the role of United States doling out discipline in the world. There. That was a little more, more coherent. Oh God. And it's a little more serious. It's a little more, uh, a little more, um, shall we say, intense conversation than the usual uh, silliness we have here. But what the hell! I hope you find it stimulating and thought-provoking. And uh, let's go, USA! Let's kick it off right here, out of uh, the heartland of America. You are on the Harlan Highway. You ready? Let's go! Let's do it! This is Harland Williams. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Canada will submit. Hello. 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 Yes? This is the United States of America calling. Yes? The most powerful country in the world. Yes? I want you to stand on one leg, jump yes. up and down and whistle. What should I whistle? The American national anthem. Oh, I don't have enough breath for that. Well, whistle something. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who's this? This is the United States of America the most powerful country in the world. Yeah, be for, well, I'll, I'll hang up, but you got to tell me who it is first. I need you to whistle for me first. No, I'm not going to whistle. You will whistle for the United States of America, the most powerful country in the world. Hello? It's just the United States. Are we? Are we still the most powerful country in the world? I guess on paper we are, right? With all our weapons and our modern technological warfare and, you know, technically we probably are, but you never know. I mean, what's China been up to all these years, all these decades behind the scenes? What's Russia up to these days? Do we really know? I think technically we probably are on paper, but here's where it gets foggy for me, man. Have we just become too nice and politically correct and too, like, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings? I mean, honestly, look look at these jackasses in, in Iran, man. It all started years ago during the Carter administration when they took our guys hostages, held them for like a year or two. And they've kind of been a thorn in the side ever since, and now they're waving their finger in the air at us. God, how how long do you just put up with crap? How long are you the nice, sensitive person? Look at North Korea testing missiles. Look at the chiefs in Afghanistan, the, the tribes fighting off the Americans. At what point do you just have to go? You know what? I'm sorry, people are going to get hurt, but we got to clean this crap up. It's like another guy tried to blow up a plane yesterday in the in in the United States. You know, some guy from Yemen snuck some crap onto a plane. At what point do we just go? Oh, you want to dick around with us? Goodbye. Yeah, and I know a lot of you are going, oh, well, that's the animalistic approach. That's that's primitive. Yeah, well, guess what? The people that are threatening the rest of the world and the United States are in a primitive mindset, man. And I can't really stand on the soapbox and say, well, we're so much more sophisticated because we have 300,000 nuclear weapons, but we know how to use them. No. The whole human race at its core... Is primitive. And you're like, but wait, we have solar power. We've got cell phones. We're not primitive. Okay, that's the sophisticated, educated part of humans. But we have not alleviated the primitive part of us. So at some point, my question is, there's people um, doing bad in the world. And there seems to be people that are working for the higher cause of good. And I'm not just saying the United States, I'm saying Canada, I'm saying Australia, I'm saying Europe, the UK, Norway, Finland, Poland, uh, you know, there's all kinds of countries that are trying to do good things. And these are just off the top of the head, Uh, you know. And then there's countries that are just like hell-bent on causing crap and slowing down the rest of the world that seems to want to progress in a peaceful manner and find cures for diseases and help people live longer and help us get out into space so we can expand our horizons and propel the human race forward. And not just America, everybody, everybody benefits from forward motion. Okay, the United States didn't invent the automobile and electricity and the internet just to hide it away from the rest of the world. Everything that's been invented here has been shared with the masses. Oh, and by the way, the masses that uh, are included under that umbrella are the bad guys that condemn the United States and the civilized world for being evil and calling us infidels. But guess what? These these so-called people that hate us are more than happy to use our cell phone technology, the internet we invented, our weapons, anything that benefits their cause, suddenly we're not so bad. But God forbid we put up a mall, and uh, we build Disneyland, and we try to enjoy life, and try to prosper... But if there's something in our arsenal that helps them destroy us, hey, this is pretty good. This internet thing's pretty good for uh, spreading our message of hate hatred around. I mean, come on. I guess my point is, and I don't want to rattle on about it, but isn't it about time someone just went, you know what, you're misbehaving, you're getting your ass kicked. We're rounding you up, you're getting your ass kicked. And if you're on the no-fly list or you're causing problems or we know you're up to no good, you're going down, loser. It's like the judicial system here, man. How many sexual predators have come out of jail and terminated the life of a little girl or a little boy? How many chances do you have to give these idiots? What I'm saying is we've become too nice to the bad forces on this planet, man. And what's scary is they seem to know it and they're using it against us. It's it's like a parent that's too lenient. And it sucks that we have to be the parent, right, to the bad kids that don't understand discipline. There used to be a time where it's like, Billy, you stop jumping on that bear. Or you're going to get it. Okay, Daddy, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm going to be good. And now we're like, Billy, stop jumping on that bed. Ah, uh, up yours, Mom. Billy, that's not how we talk. Yeah, it is now. Up yours, Billy. You're hurting Mummy's feelings. So what? Who cares? Billy, let's sit down and talk about this. Let Mummy make you a a Frappuccino from Starbucks, and we'll just let's talk this through, Billy. I told you once. I'm gonna tell you again, Mama. Up your greasy ass. Billy, you don't mean that, do you? You get the point? How about bend over, kid? You're getting a smack on the ass. I'll never do it again, I promise. You bet your ass you'll never do it again. Is there anything wrong with us having to administer a little discipline? And I don't want you people going, oh, yeah, we're the occupiers. We, we go over, we take whatever we want, blah, 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 blah. It's not about that. Don't politicize it like that. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm talking just about, like, sometimes we, you get put in the infor- unfortunate position of having to delegate authority or rules or power. Guess what? By accident, we are those guys. We're the richest country in the world. We're the most powerful country in the world. With that comes some responsibility, comes some stigma, comes attachments. And so almost by default, we kind of have to be the uh, strong arm here. But what I'm suggesting is maybe the strong arm is getting real flabby. You ever see Oprah lift up her arm on the Oprah show, and she's got that that whale meat dangling from her tricep? Oh, it just fl- flabs around. I mean, is that what we've become? Or is that what we've let ourselves become? Or is it up to us to tighten the muscle and help guide the world into a positive forward motion where it's all about unity and people doing it together and bringing races and religions and classes and sexes together all as one without eliminating their history or or their sacred religions or whatever but man don't doesn't somebody just have to lay down the law I don't know maybe my approach is too simplistic maybe it's too complicated maybe it's antiquated Maybe you think I'm just a moron. I don't know. It's all really just food for thought, isn't it? And it's it's just frustrating. I, I, I wonder to myself if the rest of the country is frustrated with what's going on in the world, how we're kind of being held hostage by a lot of these little gnats that are buzzing around and trying to disrupt our lives. I guess at the end of the day, I just get sick of seeing like innocent Americans being targeted and killed and beheaded and their airplanes blowing up. And and yes, I have sympathy for innocent civilians that get killed over there, too, that are caught in the middle of the crossfire. Of course, I don't want to see young children and innocent people die, whether they're from America or any other part of the world. But we have to remember, at the end of the day, there is somebody perpetuating this aggression and this antisocial behavior. And I believe it's because of them that innocent people get caught in the crossfire. And the sooner we shut the forces of bad down, maybe less innocent people get hurt in the crossfire. But on the way, yeah, you bet your ass there's going to be casualties. I don't like that. I don't like it if it's Americans. I don't like it if it's somebody else. But just sitting around and being a, a lame-ass, limp-wristed parent, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I'm just uh, throwing some thoughts out there for you folks. Got a little serious here on the Harland Highway, didn't it? But that's okay. We like to be provocative here. It's not all about just being goofy, man. I, 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 th- these topics interest me They stimulate me I'm sure you think about them And uh, I'm not saying what I say is right But um, You know Those are my thoughts I hope you can respect them uh, At their base value And uh, I would like to hear your thoughts I don't like people that just like Argue and go You're an idiot man You're a moron What kind of approach is that Where were you born man what, what, Are you a mental case You know, I like people that go, hmm, interesting point of view, don't agree with it, you're totally wrong in my opinion, but here's what I think, here's my point of view, and you're welcome to agree or disagree. So don't be climbing off on the hate train, but open your mind to uh, dialogue, other people's points of view, as uh, I like to do with people. And if you want to comment on any of this, you want to write me at harlanwilliams.com or you want to get the phone number off the website and leave a message, I'm interested to hear how you feel about this topic. And uh, like I said, it's getting a bit heavy in here, man. Let's switch gears here. Let's get back to the fun, fun, nutty nut nut train. Here we go. Okay, so this is Harlan Williams on the Harlan Highway. You're with me rolling home. And I read this thing in Cosmo that women love a man in uniform. And I I didn't think it was any importance. I didn't think it had any relevance at all. But... I guess in a way it does. It it connects to me a little bit, I guess, because I guess what people don't know is because this is radio and it's a medium where you can't really see me. You can only hear me. I, I thought it was ironic that I do the show here every day in a perfectly tailored Navy captain's uniform. Yeah, you know, the white thing with the perfectly uh, cut shoulders and the... Uh, Tapered waistline and the, the tight, tight white pants with the snugly fit buttock area. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. You've probably seen it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe in that movie, Officer and a Gentleman. Richard Gere wore probably pretty much the same thing I've got on right now. I wear it all the time every day when I do the show Uh, and I've got the nice little hat that kind of frames my face, it kind of you know, kind of comes in just over my brow, giving them that mysterious smoky, sexy feel when you look into my eyes and the tight collar with the tie and the streamlined buttons going right down towards my crotch area where there's a shiny black belt and you know, it's just an interesting article. I, you know what? I don't even know why I'm, I mentioned it. It's just, you know, I, I heard that women like a man in uniform, and why, it doesn't matter. You know what? Forget I even mentioned that I'm wearing this tight, white, snug, beautifully pressed uniform. <sighs> with the, did I mention the shiny black belt with the... Silver buckle, ladies <laughs> Okay, okay, easy, easy Harland. Easy. Why it's so sexy. Yeah, but you're you're doing a podcast, relax. I know, but it's so sexy. Um Do you like a guy with a deep voice, ladies? You like a guy that talks like this man? Huh? Does that affect your uh, attraction to a man if he's got a deep voice? Or do you like a man who talks like this? He's just kind of up higher. He's got a higher register. Or do you like someone kind of in the middle, just like me, right here, you know? You can detect a little bit of deep, but there's also a little mischievous schoolboy in there. And did I mention I'm wearing a Beautifully pressed white officer in a gentleman's suit. All right, enough, enough, enough. Um, speaking of attractive and deep, um, are you attracted to deep little sayings? Deep little, um, you know, people come up with these uh, little, uh, they put together little uh, sentences or little phrases or paragraphs that are supposed to be, like, uh, stimulating or funny or deep? People throw them at you now and then? Like, did you know that today is the first day of the rest of your life, right? Well, I've got a couple here, and I want to run through a few, and, and let me know what you think, okay? I have kleptomania, but when it gets bad, I take something for it. Um... Okay, cheesy. Kinky is using a feather. Perverted is using the whole chicken. Yikes. Um, all right, here's one, um, a cute little saying. Heaven is where the police are British, the chefs are Italian, the mechanics are German, the lovers are French, and it's all organized by the Swiss. Hell... Is where the police are German, the chefs are British, the mechanics are French, the lovers are Swiss, and it's all organized by the Italians. Hmm. Interesting. How about this one? In just two days from now, tomorrow will be yesterday. All right? Don't bend your brain trying to figure that one out. (laughs) Who comes up with these things, man? Some guy sitting on the john, staring at the wall. Uh, Let's see, man. Uh, What's today? Okay. Uh, uh, Just two days from now, uh, tomorrow it will be yesterday. And uh, three years from tomorrow, it'll be three years um, minus yesterday plus next week. (sighs) God. All right. Here's another one. These are kind of stupid. I like them. I may be schizophrenic, but at least I have each other. (laughs) that's a little scary ever meet a girl like that guys (laughs) here's one i am a nobody nobody is perfect therefore i am perfect you're also a retard for writing that um all right here's another one a senior citizen was driving down the freeway his car phone rang Answering, he heard his wife's voice urgently warning him, Herman, I just heard on the news that there's a car going the wrong way on the Interstate 280. Please be careful. Eh, it's not just one car, said Herman. It's hundreds of them. Get it? Because he was the guy going the wrong? Yeah, okay. That one was a little too uh, jokey. Kind of blue. Um. Let's try another one here. Um. All right, these ones are kind of cute. How about this one? Don't sweat the petty things. Don't pet the sweaty things. Maybe not. All right, last one. Here we go. This one is kind of cute. Corduroy pillows are making headlines. Get it? Head? Oh, God. Well, i tell you what. I heard uh, a comedian once. This was one of my f- favorite jokes, man. Uh, I was at a comedy festival and i went to a late night show and you're going to kill me cuz i can't remember the comedian's name all right <laughs> but whoever he was had one of the funniest jokes i think i've ever heard uh, and it might have just been me in that moment in time but i'm going to share it with you it was a british guy and uh kind of a nerdy looking guy with woody allen style glasses and just kind of an unassuming like british guy and he had a joke about one of these sayings, and I'll try and do it justice here. I don't like to do other comedians' material, but this is in high praise of him, and uh, let's see if I can I can do it, and it involves one of these sayings. I walked into a, in an office building the other day, right, to go visit my mate for lunch. I walked up to the receptionist, and she was sitting there, and behind her head was a sign hanging on the wall that said, You don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. And she'd written it in her own feces. (laughs) Man, I love that joke. It just caught me. It's one of those jokes that catches you off guard, right? You got to think about it for a bit, but it's really clever. I like the clever stuff, right? The clever stuff. Case in point, this coming up right here. What is that stupid game, rock, paper, scissors? What the hell is that? Did, did a, uh, a, a geologist, a guy who works at Staples, and a seamstress get together? They were all bored and they came up with a drinking game? Well, I'm a geologist, so uh, I'll be the rock. And I work at Staples, so I'll have paper... And I'm a seamstress, so I've got the scissors. And then they just got hammered out of their head, and they're like, you know what, I don't know how to make decisions in my life anymore. I've just kind of lost the ability to reason. So uh, from now on, anything I do, we'll have a little contest. We'll shake our hands. And somehow we'll see if our hand turns into paper, uh, see if that happens. We'll be like Transformers, okay? I'll be the rock guy, and you be the scissors guy, and I'll be the the paper guy. What a dumb game. You think Edward Scissorhands ever does well at that game? I guess you'd always beat him, because you'd always know what was coming out. Oh, scissors again, you lose. Damn it! Why do I always have the scissors? Because you're Edward Hands, dumbass. You were riding down the Harland Highway. How about you're indecisive, you just shake your fist and your middle finger comes out and you just show it to everyone around you and then just go do whatever you want. Ready? Rock, paper, scissor, middle finger, screw all of ya. I'm doing what I want. Get out of my way. Speaking of rocks, you ever throw a rock at any point in your life? We've all thrown rocks, but you ever thrown a rock at something stupid or you've been a a dumbass and thrown a rock at something you're not supposed to? (laughs) I mean, you know, I I think every kid is maybe throwing a rock through someone's window. I remember me and my cousin were out one day on the sidewalk, (laughs) and we must have been about, I don't know, Twelve or thirteen years old, we were up uh, up by our cottage. And we went into the little town by our cottage to get groceries with our parents <laughs> and There was an old house right there on the main street, and it looked kind of old and abandoned and kinda empty, right. So we start picking up rocks right there on the sidewalk and start wailing rocks right through the windows. We're like, yeah, man, let's see if you can break a window. Hey, there's some windows upstairs. Get those. Hey. So we're like tossing rocks. And all of a sudden, like some lady comes running up to us, she goes, ah, what are you doing? And we're like, nothing. And are like, that's my house. And we're like, what? We didn't think anyone would live in this, like, beat-up old house. So we were, like, actually throwing rocks into somebody's home blatantly on the sidewalk. Oh, God. So wrong. We just ran away. I think we literally ran and, like, found a tree and climbed up in a tree and hid there. Like little scared lion cubs. And then I think one of the oddest things I ever threw... (laughs) I still laugh about this. It's so wrong, but I laugh about it. Me and my cousins, once again, this was kind of at the dawn of, this tells you how old I am. This was like kind of when microwave ovens first came out. And so they had one at the mall at the uh, department store. And they're like, hey, see how amazing the microwave is. Watch how quickly it can cook stuff. And so for some reason, they had a bin of giant raw potatoes, right? Right beside this demo microwave oven. And these were huge. These are, to this day, they're some of the biggest potatoes I've ever seen. They're like the size of a cucumber, man, but a lot fatter. They were huge, huge brown potatoes, right? And they were free. They are like, take a free potato and put it in the oven. Well, we were kids. We had no money. We are like, hey, free is free. Don't know what we'll do with a potato, but it's free. So we started stuffing our pockets with these big fat potatoes. Because we grew up in Canada, so we had the winter coats on. And, you know, before you know it, we had like five potatoes each. We're like, hey, free, yay! So we go trucking out of this store with these giant potatoes in our pockets. We suddenly we don't we realize we don't know what the hell to do with them. You can't eat them. You can't make them your pet, right? So we 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 were by beside this real busy road, this real busy road that ran into our community. You know, there's like the main road that you turn off of to go into the communities. Well, this was like the main road, the bus route road. And we found a grassy knoll just like in Dallas, and we hid behind the grassy knoll. And armed with our giant potatoes, we decided we are going to unleash a potato storm on the unsuspecting drivers motoring down this big road, right? So obviously we were aiming for the other side of the road. We didn't want to throw it at the cars that were coming towards us because they would see us and slam on their brakes. So we had to do the big arc right across the road and hit the cars going the other way down, down the hill. And uh, we tossed a few potato bombs and nobody connected. And then I had this one giant potato. looked like a sea cucumber, man. And as if I was in the trenches of World War II on the shores of Normandy. I pulled this giant dirty brown potato out of my jacket. And I hurled it through the air. I launched it over my shoulder. And this thing arced across the road. And I guess there was it's always an old lady, right? I hate to say it, but it was an old lady. She's buttering down the road in her little blue Volvo or something or her Nova. I think it was like a Chevy Nova. <laughs> Poor old lady with gray hair. She's just wailing down the road. And all of a sudden, I swear to God, this giant brown potato just connected and it hit her window, it hit her passenger window right on the driver's side. So pretty much, if there wasn't a plate of glass, it would have sailed right in and hit her right in the cheek. But as fate would have it, of course, it was winter, she had her her window rolled up, and this giant fat potato just smashed against her glass window, and just I, i'll never forget the startled look of shock on her face as she suddenly like snapped to the left and looked out the window only to see a big fat giant potato staring back at her with her with its potato eyes its white pussy potato eyes and it's just the humor of the shock of something that should never be somewhere is suddenly there okay Since when did driving your vehicle and potatoes mix? Never. So here's this old lady suddenly confronted with a giant potato on her window. And as much as a brat as I am for doing that. And don't throw the first stone if you live in a glass house because you've all thrown stuff too. So there. But uh, just seeing her shocked expression that the unexpected potato bomb still makes me laugh to this day. And you're probably just going, what a moron. I'm clicking the stop button on this podcast. Well, too late. Too late, sucker. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. Hope you had a good time. Watch out for flying potatoes. And uh, we'll catch you next time here on the Harland Highway. Until then, chicken chow mein, baby. Or potato salad, whatever you prefer. Hello!